Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Odd Pod, where we talk about anything and everything. We're your hosts, Zara and Andrea. And today's topic is drumroll, please. Tsunamis. But before we can get into all of that, a message from our sponsors. Have you had trouble breathing lately? Do you get winded after walking up a staircase? If so, O'Hare Air is the air for you. O'Hare Air is made from all natural chemicals and will provide you and your family with all the nutrients you need for a whole day. It is infused with protein from our best fed cows and minerals from children's rock collections. Buy O'Hare Air now for a better future. Thank you so much for that, Andrea. Now, to get started, let's talk about tsunamis and how they are formed. Tsunami waves, also known as tidal waves, are most commonly caused by volcanic eruptions, landslides, or earthquakes. So basically, when a tsunami is caused by an earthquake or a disturbance in the tectonic plates of the ocean crust, the pressure of the waves increases and forms a very large wave called a tsunami. There's actually quite a bit of physics behind understanding tsunamis. Yeah, like change in height of a wave is what physics calls potential energy. And eventually, this potential energy turns into kinetic energy. This energy begins with the large disturbance that happens in the water. So basically, what caused the tsunami? And all of that build-up energy then creates oscillations. So an oscillating wave is constant, and it moves back and forth repeatedly. This phenomenon is really what creates and expands the potential energy and is a buildup of energy going back and forth. After the steady buildup of energy, the tsunami's wavelength will continue to grow with the wave periods varying from five minutes to an hour. The period of a wave is the amount of time it takes for continuous waves to pass from a single point. So after the buildup and collection of potential energy, the tsunami starts its approach to shore. This is where the potential energy is at its peak. So the way that the wave picks up more energy is actually by picking up more and more water. This is why you hear that one of the warning signs for a tsunami is the tide becoming extremely low. That's from all of the collection of water. From here, actually, you have a little time to get to higher ground because tsunamis colliding with all of these waves slows it down. During this time, the wavelength of the tsunami shortens and its amplitude increases. The amplitude of the wave is the measurement of how far a wave rises or falls. And in this case, the amplitude defines half the distance from the wave's highest to lowest point, meaning that the tsunami in this case is getting taller, even though it's slowing down. One important thing to understand is the tsunami speed and how it works. The tsunami speed is equal to the square root of the acceleration of gravity times the water depth at which the disturbance occurred. In other words, when a disruption in the ocean causes a tsunami, its speed is varied upon the acceleration of gravity and the water depth. The wave speed or velocity actually has a formula, which is V equals F times wavelength. So in this equation, V stands for velocity, while F stands for frequency. And the upside down Y sign stands for wavelength. So for a wave, or in this case a tsunami, to change based on V equals F times wavelength, 
The time a tsunami would change in speed is like mentioned before when the depth of the ocean changes. So the deeper the ocean, the faster the tsunami, and vice versa. In some cases, in deeper waters, a tsunami can even reach up to 800 kilometers per hour. Wow, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, after the tsunami slows down a bit, it's time for the moment of impact. With the wave being taller and the wavelength being compressed, the wave comes in contact with the shore's edge. The potential energy turns into kinetic energy at last. The kinetic energy is the energy an object or force has due to their motion. Like shooting a bow and arrow. The arrow flying has kinetic energy because of the motion, and the potential energy is what is stored up while pulling back the string. And that is the physics behind a tsunami. Though, in real life, Tsunamis are probably a lot scarier than what we discussed today. And I, for one, am glad I have never seen them. The same. Well, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And be sure to come back next Friday for another episode of our Odd Pod. We'll be discussing the psychology behind serial killers, by the way. <laughs>